2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Welcome to Center Stage. All things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. And I tell you, there are concerts going on and so much more. It's very exciting. And I am excited to begin tonight with this incredible music by Leslie Vincent. Take a listen.
0: Treat me sweet and gentle. when you hold me tight, just me. But please don't tease me.
3: That is Leslie Vincent and if you don't know who she is, you're gonna learn about her now. She's a local jazz singer and she gets the main, main stage at Crooner's next Sunday night, the 20, what is it the 29th, uh, I believe. And a date at the Granada Theater later in the following week. Now, the worldly singer is joining us right now. I don't know why they called you worldly, Leslie. I don't know at all. How are you, honey? Welcome. I'm I'm good. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. Why would anybody call you a worldly singer? Is that one of your monikers for yourself? It most certainly is not. I'm no
0: such thing. I am a local singer, and I I love being here in the Twin Cities and making music
3: on our local stages, for sure. That's amazing. So tell us about how you became a jazz singer and at what age?
0: Well, I started in the theater community. I've been performing on the stages around the Twin Cities since I moved here in 2013. And then in 2016, I was doing a show about Bobby V over at the History Theater, and the music director happened to be a jazz pianist in town. And after we had our first rehearsal, he asked me if I sang jazz. And I said, you know, I sing it at home. I don't sing it on stages. And basically, he took me under his wing, taught me everything I know about performing uh, as myself and not as a character, gigged around a bunch, did a cabaret residency for a couple years, and now I make music as often as I can.
3: Has it been a challenge for you in the last five years or so uh, being called a jazz singer? Because I listen to jazz radio and jazz albums, and a lot of them are changing. They're adding in different grooves and styles, and it's jazz, but you have to stop and go, whoa, that's so different. Are you sticking with the jazz that you grew up with? That's a really interesting question.
0: I've often thought about calling myself a great American songbook singer. I think that's more in line with what I do, but... It's wordy, and I don't think as many people know about the Great American Songbook these days, or they don't have a connection to that term. So I'm on the hunt for another another term. And, you know, the shows I do, I always incorporate uh, some folk. I play the ukulele, so I, I bring in some different styles when I perform, and that's a, I'm, I'm not sure um, if, that, if that term always resonates with me.
3: Well, it sure resonates with a lot of people. People love the American Songbook. I mean, love it. They know about it. They know what songs are coming up. And of course, you know, if you've performed at Crooners before, a lot of the artists have done the American Songbook. So I think you're right on key. When I was listening to you uh, sing Just Squeeze Me, it sounded more like a song I would hear in the American Songbook. So as a jazz singer, will you keep that? Will you decide to hold on to that title? Or do you think you'll mix it up a bit? I think I'll mix it up a bit. Okay, so the concert that's coming up next Sunday, I think it is. Is that correct? Yeah, next Sunday. Yeah, okay, next Sunday on the main stage at Croonus. Have you ever performed on the main stage? I haven't. I haven't. I've been at the Dunsmore, and I've been at the Belvedere, their
0: outdoor space, but I have not played the main stage yet. I'm really excited.
3: Oh, you should be. Um, That main stage has been renovated a couple of times, and, boy, You know, it's totally different from the first experience I had in that room, and I've only performed on that stage once with, I was a guest with someone else, and then once with my family. And um, I, I don't know, every time I think about that room, I'm like, I feel like I ought to be doing jazz, or just like you said, the American Songbook, or you know, Frank Sinatra or something like that, like Andrew <laughs> does, you know, I just feel like it, it, yeah. it, um, it honors that. So what should people expect from all of the songs that you know? Cause if you're talking about the American songbook, honey, your heart is uh, full and your, your head is full of songs.
0: Absolutely.
4: All, all the time.
3: So um, what do you expect?
4: Uh,
3: go ahead. Oh, what'd you say? What do you, what are you going to make sure people hear?
0: So this performance on Sunday is actually part of the women's fest over at crooners. So they're taking yes. some time to really highlight women. Uh, so I thought in, in that vein, I would highlight some of the women that, that I really love. Um, so Dorothy Fields was a great American songbook writer. Um, so I have a, a piece by her, um, some Melody Gardot, Eva Cassidy, Joni Mitchell, um, a little Amy Winehouse, and then of course uh, some Ella Fitzgerald and and some Billie Holiday tunes as
3: well. Oh, hey now! So you really laid it out, and people are going to get excited with that lineup. And I don't know how <laughs> you're going to choose which songs are going to come from those ladies, but God bless you because each uh, one of them have a lot of songs to consider.
0: They they do, and and I grew up with those women. I've, I love them all, so I wanna I wanna do them justice, but also put my own spin on it and. Um, and, you know, stay true to, to my own voice and, and whatnot.
3: So how um, d- how does jazz challenge you today as a jazz singer, even though you haven't changed it to the American Songbook Singer? Um, has it? Have you found songs that have really challenged you uh, in the last year, especially during COVID? Absolutely, yeah.
0: So during COVID, I discovered Veronica Swift. Uh, she's a very contemporary jazz singer, and she wrote a song called the sports page off of her This Bitter Earth album. And I loved it. I loved it. I listened to it on repeat and I, I learned it. And it was the most challenging piece I learned in a while. Um, and, and even I brought it to my band and they loved it. They, they, uh, but it was, it's a challenge for them as well. And so when we're on stage, we always take a breath and, uh, kind of go on this wild, wild journey together. But I'm, you know, I'm always challenged. I always want to create new sounds or find some new meaning or find a new ending. Or um, I love, I love medleys. So I uh, asked my pianist Ted Godbout. I thought it'd be cute to do a hot weather medley. So we put together Fever and Too Darn Hot and Heat Wave <laughs> and made sort of a summertime <laughs> mashup. That people would, would find that fun and celebrate all the hot weather we've been having.
3: Is this your first time on the main stage? I just want to make sure I got that out.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. It is. Awesome.
3: Yeah. I think you're going to love it. I really do, Leslie. Oh, and I know you. that you're excited. About, I love hearing the joy, just hearing you talk about what you're going to do. And then you've <laughs> got a date coming up at the Granada Theater, which is brand new. Um, people are brand telling new. me it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and that's coming up later in the following week. Tell us about that.
0: Yeah, so I'll be there September 3rd, 7.30, uh, and that, that space is just absolutely gorgeous. I, ha- I haven't played it before. Like you said, it's really new, um, but that evening, really going for some, some elegance and some class and uh, try, trying to go pretty, pretty old school and, uh, I don't know, just play into the, the really elegant nature of the space.
3: Yeah, and are you going to wear a mask or any of your musicians going to wear a mask or are you saying, hey, I'm on a mask because I'm fully vaccinated?
0: That's a really good question. I don't know if I will mask. Um, I am fully vaccinated, Uh, but that's a question that I'll talk to my band about uh, when we have our final rehearsal this week. For me, I always want to make sure people are feeling comfortable and feeling safe. We're rehearsing outside um, just to kind of cut down on um, you know, being in a small rehearsal space together. Um, and, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of um, venues really, especially with performers, you know, having a mask is just such a sign of respect for the performers who are using their, their lungs, you know, to make a lot of the music that you're hearing. So it's just really nice to have an audience that's masked. Um, so so we'll see. what I'll, I'll just figure
3: out what the band is most comfortable with. Have you heard of the singer's mask? I haven't. I love doing it. Oh my gosh. Look that up. Look it up where you can actually sing with a mask on. Check it out. I haven't tried it yet. I've only seen a a choral group do it, and they did it very well. Uh, You can hear them clearly. And so just check it out and see. I'm thinking about putting one on one day and just seeing if I can do it. Okay. So we'll see. So look that up. Singer's Mask. Singer's Mask. It's a pleasure having you on, Leslie, and blessings to you, honey. You're working on this Sunday, and then the following week, you go with your bad self. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure talking to you. You too, Leslie. Bye bye. Bye. All right, we're going to take a break. And coming up next is Gary Rue. We're going to talk about the great year of 1967. And a lot of people say the greatest year was 1968. But 1967 had some uh, good things going on. And that was the, the reliving the summer that changed the world called the Summer of Love. And that's coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game.
5: to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
2: <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
3: About that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no treble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass, bass, bass. I have no idea what this song is about, I declare. I've listened to it many times, but I don't know. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. We're waiting to see if Gary Rue is going to join us. If not, we're going to move on. Um, I want to tell you, I'm so excited back by popular demand. My sister Javina and I did a show on August 8th at Crooners. And this coming Friday, this coming Friday, the 27th, we will be back at it at Crooners in the Belvedere. Once again, a lot of people saying, are you doing the same songs? Well, Javid and I like to add in some other stuff, too. So for those that were there the last time, there'll be a couple of or two or three things um, that you'll, you'll get a chance to hear that weren't sung before on the 8th. So we're just really excited. There are some tickets still left, a few, and we hope that you'll go to Crooners Lounge MN and check it out. Here's the thing. Um. Trying to figure out the band when you're asked to return very quickly um, is something that we are getting used to, and I am loving it. Um, we're going to have a different um, guitarist, and other than the one we had on the eighth, so if you were there, we'll have a different guitarist, and it's still going to be smoking. We are very very excited about it, so come on down and see us. Also, Javita and I, uh, and a bigger band. My brother Billy Steele would be the music director as well as a bass player guitarist drummer and more Um, we are performing at the state fair long after the state fair is gone it's called rock what you got it's a great organization that is about lifting up women they've got comedians uh, on saturday the 25th and they've got a few comedians and the steel sisters on the 26th which is a sunday and i'm so looking forward to that and buffy bleasy is a dear friend and someone that is trying to make sure that women are, are getting equal pay. She is working with um, Nivea, I think it's called. And, and when she says we're going for this, journal, we are absolutely going for it. In the last year, uh, we also did one of these type of shows in September. So we are looking forward to having you come out and check us out. Um, you can just go to rockwhatyougot.com, rockwhatyougot, got, dot com. And just check out um, what the prices are, who is performing. I mean, last year they had some really good comedians. This year they've got some that are close to stardom. So we are really looking forward to you coming out and joining us. Um, If you don't feel like you need to laugh, trust me, you need to laugh. I need to laugh, and I love being able to find joy, even if I'm sitting at home talking to myself. Okay, no, I don't do that. I really don't do that. Well, maybe every now and then. (laughs) So we'll see. But my sister Javita and I are very excited to be at the State Fair. After the State Fair get-together is over with, on September 26th, we start at... We start at 5 o'clock, I believe. No, I'm sorry, 4 o'clock, because it's over at four thir- At 5.30. So we start this at 4 o'clock. It's over at 5.30, and we do hope that you will come and join us on uh, that day, September 26th. And then as far as crooners, don't forget us. This coming Friday, this coming Friday, I am so excited to be back on the stage. Now, yes, am I concerned about the variant? We keep hearing about it and paying attention to our leaders, Governor Walz, uh, Dr. Fauci, and so many more, the Mayo Clinic doctors. I mean, we are really listening and paying attention, Um, and and I don't know what's going to happen in the weeks to come, but boy, am I excited to be back on the stage. It is the greatest feeling for me. It's just wonderful. You know how you talk to a performance and they say, oh, yeah, I've got a gig, and, you know, I'm just going to do such and such, and then I have a gig on this day, a gig on this day. I am giddy about getting on the stage again, you know, to sing the songs I love. I just learned a song that I don't think is going to be in this show, but I'm hoping it's going to make it to the September 26th show. Um, and it's from The Greatest Showman. And I listened to so many versions of that song, and the woman who actually sung the song was not in the movie, but her voice was just... I think her last name is Alred, and she is remarkable. Um, and so many of you will know this song, and I just... It's, it's called Not Enough, It's never enough, never enough. And I will definitely sing that song one day. I had a chance to sing uh, the song from uh, The Greatest Showman called This Is Me. And I have sung it so many times. I absolutely love that song. It, like, it speaks to me, right? So please come out and see all the artists that you can. There are concerts going on all over the cities, all over the cities and throughout the state of Minnesota. The theaters are opening up. There's outdoor films that you can go watch, outdoor concerts. It is just remarkable what is happening. It feels like we're back to normal. And now we're hearing more about this variant and we're thinking to ourselves, oh my God, are we going to have to go through this again? Well, the bottom line is that if we gather together and stand together and do the right thing, we're going to be okay. We are going to be okay. Don't forget that. All right, we missed out on Gary Rue tonight. I'm so sorry about that. I've known Gary Rue for a long time, but I am going to tell you very quickly what they are doing it's called um they're they're talking about reliving the summer that changed the world summer of love it's a celebration of the timeless music of the 1960s san francisco which inspired a generation and some of the the bands that were in that big huge event in san francisco the mamas and the papas the doors the birds jefferson airplane janice joplin and the beatles and so yeah those songs like california dreaming san francisco light my fire turn turn Turn, you know, that sort of thing. And, and so that is happening on August 25th, 26th and 27th at the Ives Auditorium in Bloomington. Again, that's August 25th, 26th and 27th. For more information, you can always always go to Sidekick Theater. That's right. Sidekick Theater with a T-R-E at the end of theater.com. Sidekicktheater.com. And of course, if you want to know about Javita and I on Friday, just go to Crooner's Lounge dot m i'm sorry crooners lounge com oh i got it right all right we're going to take a breath breathe a little bit have some water and then come back with our next guest in a moment Oh my goodness, Center Stage is the way to go, you guys, where we tell all things about arts and entertainment and so much more. Some of these artists you may have never heard of and others, we really encourage you to make sure you get out and hear them. I think you'll be uh, very pleasantly surprised at how well we have people here. And Teresa Mock is joining us right now, uh, theater artist Teresa Mock, and she is getting set for her solo performance. It's called The Uncertainty Principle. And that's at Open Eye Theater. Now, this show is humorous, gritty, and expansive uh, with expansive family stories. And Teresa Mock goes on a road trip through space and time with her father, Paul Mock, a working-class Vietnam veteran. Now, Teresa Mock delves into her father's tumultuous childhood growing up in the 1950s, Minnesota suburbia. Now, his service in Vietnam and how he has copied since, or coped, I'm sorry, coped since the war by looking at the world through a scientific lens. She also explores how the war has permeated her own life through her relationship with her father. Now, this show runs Wednesday through Sunday at the Open Eye Theater. Let's get more information from Teresa Mock. How are you doing, Teresa? I'm wonderful. Thank you. Well, I'm excited about this. Did you come up with this idea for the uncertainty uh, principle? Yes, I did. Um, So this came about back in 2014.
7: Um, I was working on another project called The Shadow War, Uh, which was a shared telling about the secret war in Laos that was told from Hmong, Lao, and American perspectives uh, that was written by the former head of a graduate program that I had done. And uh, while I was working on that, we realized, my project collaborators and I, that all of us, all of us women that were at the helm of that project, all had a father that either served in Vietnam or, um, or fought in the secret war. And I became really interested in what bound us Together as this next generation later, um, the way, like things we had in common um, from all having a father with that kind of background. And, and this idea of a, of a collective um, shared uh, trauma that, that transcends um, a generation later. So um, I started looking more at um, what my father went through. I started asking him more about Vietnam. He's definitely the type of person that had never shared. Very much with me, directly other than one kind of humorous anecdote, um, and uh, started doing extensive interviews with him, and then um, from those interviews, started writing this play. And uh, now the play is it's a mixture of his stories, and then also stories of interactions I remember from my childhood and other um, adventures and and that we went on together um that kind of are reflective of some of those uh, specific characteristics that a lot of vietnam vets um have
3: You know, this is such a um, serious topic, um, but you are adding humor and so much more in it to make sure that those that come to see it, even families that can relate to what you've been through, uh, can at least hear the stories from different perspectives, whether they're smiling, laughing, or crying. Tell me about you building this piece. Did you weep at times? Did you laugh at times?
7: Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And it was really important to me to showcase the whole person, not just the trauma or not just um, one particular time period or aspect of, of their life. Um, my dad is a really colorful, eccentric kind of individual. He's, he's got a fantastic sense of humor. And um, I definitely wove his sense of humor as well as my sense of humor into um, our interactions throughout the piece. Um, so there's, there's a lot of heartwarming moments and, and funny moments as well as um, the more heavier-hitting moments, too. And, you know, yeah, it was, it was definitely a very personal process uh, writing this piece. Particularly, I, I got a State Arts Board grant to create this, um, which was supposed to go up in 2020. And then we went through the pandemic, and we're still going through the pandemic, so we had to postpone several times. And um, it really allowed a, a large space to do a lot of deep introspection into um, going through these memories and um, really doing a, a very reflective process that at times brought up some big emotions, both you know, crying through the laughter and vice versa. So
3: Yeah, I understand. And tell me, this is a solo performance of you and you only, correct?
7: Correct. Um, so well, I'm the only um, speaking actor on stage, I would say, so it is it is just me, and it could be performed just by me, um, but um, for this iteration of it, um, performed at Open Eye Theater, we also have a full design team, and we have two wonderful puppetry artists. Um, Christy Chernes is going to be, uh, she's designed some beautiful shadow puppetry and a set design as well, and then she'll be assisted, um, uh, she'll be assisted by uh, Callie Melvin as well. So um, they, they will be performing, but you, you'll see their their a puppet.
3: <laughs> right. Oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. So your dad is still with us, right?
7: He is. He is. Yeah. So that's another, you know, big risk that I was taking in writing this. And I, of course, he knew about it from the beginning. Um, but, yeah, it is a definitely a very unique thing to be writing a biographical piece about a living person. Because right. um, it's important to be truthful And honest and, um, you know, you you want to tell the truth, but you also want it to be something that you um, where you're celebrating the individual and elevating that individual's life. Um, So that was a it was a careful line to walk. And he has read the play and has had a very positive, supportive reaction to it so far. And I'm looking forward to him being able to see it in person as well.
3: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is he going to be there opening night? Because that's exciting to know that the man that you're talking about, this incredible being uh, who is a huge part of your life, could be in the audience opening night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and
7: and this is funny because this was actually a complete coincidence, but one of the performances actually is falling on his birthday, so he's going to come on his birthday. Oh,
3: man. (laughs) Yeah. and we live a lot of those in, incredible stories. So, I wish you well with this. It's incredible. Um uh, to know that you put this together with your father and and um to honor him and to let that story be put forward because you knew how important it was. I honor you in that. That's a really big Um, it's a big thing to do for the family. And I hope all the family are on on board. My sister did a piece uh, that was very private and personal of her life and put it out there. And I had uncles uh, on my father's side who would ask the question, why? We don't need to tell those stories. Yeah, you do. (laughs) So, you know, this generation is different. Your generation is different. You don't mind telling the truths that have flowed back and forth in your family. So thank you for putting this together. Now, when does this open?
7: Um, we have a preview performance on Wednesday and then opening night is Thursday this week at Open Eye Theater um, at 7:30 p.m.
3: And this goes through Sunday.
7: And it goes through Sunday. Yeah, we'll have a Friday night show, a Saturday night show, and then two shows on Sunday at 2 p.m. That is also ASL and audio described. And then we'll also have a 7:30 p.m. show that evening as well.
3: Wow. Awesome, honey. This is a big deal. Are you excited? I am so excited. I've been working (laughs) on this for so
7: long, and I'm just so excited to finally have an audience and be able to share it with everyone in our community.
3: Last two questions. Do you have a lot of change of of props or something like that that you deal with throughout the piece?
7: Um, You know, we have an incredible um, set that uh, Christy Turnus has designed that is sort of a deconstructed car, because I'm on a a road trip through space and time with him throughout the – Throughout the piece, and I play both myself and my father, moving back and forth. And so the the car is that we have a deconstructed car on stage. So you'll be looking at that, and then you'll also be looking through the window of the car, be it the the front window, the rear, or the or the passenger. You'll be looking at um, the things we pass along the way on our road trip. Mm. So.
3: This is remarkable. I think you'll inspire a lot of people to tell, or at least write, those stories about their parents as well. If people want more information, where did they go for tickets?
7: Um, they will go to org and there's a whole webpage there on the Open Eye Theater website where you can purchase tickets. I will also say, in addition to the in person run, I know a lot of people are having some, lots of COVID fears now with a Delta variant. Uh, kind of re-emerging here in Minnesota, um, we have uh, also a digital run of the performance that will start on September 2nd, and if, so if you end up purchasing a digital ticket, you can watch it any time for the month of September.
3: And that's on OpenEyeTheatre as well, .org? That's,
7: Yep, that is also on org's website, yep.
3: Well, I sure appreciate you joining us, Teresa Mock. Thank you, and congratulations. I wish you well with this opening.
0: Thank
7: you so much. Thank you for having me on the show, Gerilyn.
3: You're welcome. Take care, you. Yeah,
7: thanks. Take care.
3: And again, it is Open Eye Theater with a T-R-E-F at the end of theater, theater openeyetheater.org. Well done, Teresa. It's not easy to put your life out there or your family's life and all of the stories, whether they will make us laugh and smile or make us cry and weep. The bottom line is that you get it from your heart out into the open, out into the world, into the universe, and that's a big thing a big, big thing. Our last guest tonight will be coming up, and it is Melissa Ellingson. Melissa Ellingson, and the show is called Good for Gary, and we're going to hear more about this in just a moment. Welcome back, everyone. So glad you could join us for Center Stage tonight. All things arts and entertainment, we just believe you ought to know about it. And our last guest for this hour is Melissa Ellingson. Take a listen. Just take it from me, you'll I want the album already. There you go. Good for Gary is the name of the band. It's fun, energetic band from the Twin Cities. It's getting set for a two-night set at the International Bazaar Stage at the Minnesota State Fair. Now we find out more from one of the singers in the band. Yes, Melissa Ellingson. Hey Melissa, how are you?
4: I am wonderful. How are you?
3: I'm doing great. I love the title of the band, Good for Gary. Who is Gary and why did it need to be good for him?
4: Well, there is no Gary. <laughs> We're all Gary. I knew it. We're all Gary. Yes.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. Okay. So how did the band come together? for everybody.
3: How did you guys come together and when did you come together? The band has been together
4: about 13 years. Wow. <clears throat> and the two original guys that started it, they went to high school together and then, you know, you know Minneapolis, just a small music, you know, scene and we all just gradually found each other and I've been in the band for about five years now and... And, uh, yeah, just word of mouth.
3: and You know, it's pretty special. All over the place,
4: too, yeah. Yeah,
3: I believe it. It's really great when we hear about these bands that some people have never heard of, that they're at the State Fair, because you're going to have gazillions of people that are going to hear yeah. you, uh, especially because the Bazaar Stage, the International Bazaar, it's really popular. So I'm, I'm excited. Is this your first time at the International Bazaar Stage?
4: It's not, but it has been many years. Yeah, wow. yeah.
3: So what can so, we expect yeah. to hear from you guys?
4: You know, we're top 40, R&B, pop, hip hop, 90s on up. So we've got Salt and Pepper to
3: Maroon 5. To... Wait, wait, wait. You've got Salt and Pepper? Are you kidding me? Oh, yes. I yes, love it. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Maroon 5
4: and we've got oh, yeah. We even got Dr. Dre in there, but we've got some some newer stuff as well, you know. Um uh-huh. Anything, you got, year, well, yeah,
3: all you, the new You got, got some points.
4: Beyonce? Yes, Beyonce. Mm-hmm. No I'm trying to kidding. think of some of the guys' songs, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, do you guys have, now you're just one of the singers, right? So how many singers are there?
4: Yes, there's two females, and then we have just a great time together. It's one of my very best friends for over 20 years now. And oh. then, well, we're all just a big family, the whole band, but, and then there's a male singer.
3: Oh, can you give Zach. me the names of the band?
4: I'm sorry? Give me the names of the band. Yes, Kirk Stallings is on drums. He's actually from North Carolina. Okay. And then we've got <clears throat> um, Dan. Well, There's two Dans in the band. Hazer is on guitar. We've got Ben Jackson on bass. Um, Dan on vocals. We've got Michael on sax. And then me and then Kirsty for vocals as well. So we've got the four-part harmonies and the instruments all going and... And we just have so much fun because, I mean, what else? It doesn't get any better than just doing what you love, and we're all so tight, and we just have a right. blast.
3: Right. Yeah. Here's the thing for me as a singer. I, I started out in gospel. Gospel is still important yes. to me, but I am a pop queen, honey. I yes. love pop music, so yes. <laughs> if I get out to it's the state fair, look for me, man. I'm going to stop and hear you guys. Yes. And this is a, yes. a two-night set, yes. right? Yeah. Wow, congratulations on this. So um, you're going to yeah. hear all this music, pop, and, and a little bit more. You don't do uh, too much rap, but you've got some hip-hop in there and so much more. I can just imagine what it's like to sit down and put your set together, considering what you've told me already. So this is exciting. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it is. It's good stuff.
3: Yeah. And a lot of us play different
4: instruments. I mean, I'm on keys as well as the bass player might switch over to keys. Dan might switch over the keys. I mean, the the main people play their instruments, but... Yeah, it's just we're all over the place, and we make it happen, and we just have a great time doing it.
3: And how many people does that hold? What's that? The the place where you're performing, International Bazaar. How many people can you? No idea, girlfriend. Wow, no idea. Is it is it free to the public, or is there a price? It is. Okay, tell us about that. Eight o'clock is when we start, and
4: yeah, we're we're just looking forward to it. We're so excited.
3: So many people are looking forward to it. And I yeah. just have to ask you one last question. Are you going to sure. wear masks?
4: You know, maybe some will and then some won't. And what
3: think. about you? Yeah. What about you?
4: Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good and it, it, I don't know if it's mandated at all, but we've all got them in our bags. I mean, we have them with us at all times anyway, so. Yeah. I mean, we don't wear them on stage, if that's what you're asking, for sure. Some people do. do Some that, people do. do. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, not at all.
3: Well, everyone's so excited about the Minnesota State Fair, and uh, I wish you well. And, of course, if yeah. people want more information about where to find you at the State Fair and uh, other shows that you're doing, where do they go?
4: Yeah, goodforgary.com. We're also on Facebook, Good for Gary, and we're on Instagram as well. So.
3: How about that? Well, Melissa, yeah. thanks for joining us, and I can't wait to hear you guys. I'm looking forward I to it. If sure not we'll at the State Fair, you. then someplace soon. I'm going to your website. Yes, I would love it. I would love it. Take care of yourself here. You too. You too. All right. That is Melissa Ellingson, and the name of the band is Good for Gary. I already love it. I love the song that that played, and uh, yeah, go check it out. That song was called The Other Side, by the way, The Other Side. Alright you guys, we uh, have to get get on to our next and last hour. It's called the Mom and Michael Hour. It is my favorite hour because I get to visit with my son. Uh, those of you that may be joining us for the first time, you are listening to Steele Talking. I am your host, Geraldine Steele, and we do four hours every Sunday night from 7 to 11 p.m. So the 10 o'clock hour, it's my son and I, and we get to talk about everything. It is really quite remarkable and we've been doing this for about 15 years together and it's just wonderful. So stick and stay with the mom and I, Michael hour that's coming up. We've got a lot to talk about with Michael. And so I'm really excited about that as well. If you want to talk about the, the pandemic, you're going to hear Michael talk about that. If you're going to talk about how much things are costing right now, it seems like everything went up in price. I mean, what is what in the world is with the price of gas? I don't get it. $3.09? Why? <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get all of that done in just a moment. We'll be right back